As you make plans this season, consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get the results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 20 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. So back when they taught civics in uh, high school and college, one of the main uh, principles you learned uh, from how to properly run a representative form of government is that people had to have faith in, uh, in the voting system. And they had to have faith that uh, the, the people that were representing them were actually duly elected by the people in order to do, do that. It's the cornerstone of a representative form of government. And the reason why we have peaceful transitions of power in this country and have had for over 200 years, uh, if people don't have faith in, uh, in their political institutions in the sanctity of the ballot box and uh, in their elected officials actually representing them, uh, then that kind of government is uh, impossible. And what's becoming clearer and clearer election cycle after election cycle is the Democrats have abandoned those principles and have adopted a win-at-all-cost strategy where the means justify the ends. And uh, we've seen that before. We saw it in 2000 in Bush versus Gore. Um, We've seen it in the aftermath of the 2016 presidential election where the Obama administration tried to use the law enforcement and intelligence agencies in this country to undermine the election and then cripple uh, the uh, the duly elected uh, successor uh, to the presidency. The Democrats have a long, long history of doing this. Um, you know, in the aftermath of the Civil War, when the blacks finally got the franchise, uh, they, they did everything they could to keep uh, them away from the polls. They instituted poll taxes and literacy tests and and all sorts of that stuff. And they, uh, they continued that through the Jim Crow South um, when, uh, when it was finally necessary to pass a Voting Rights Act in order to get them to stop doing it. Um, this went on all the way through, um, you know, the middle of the, uh, of the 19th century, um, up until the 1940s. I, I guess that would be the uh, 18th century. I'm sorry, the 20th century. <laughs> But uh, but anyway, uh, we're we're seeing that again. You know, uh, after the poll taxes, um, Lyndon Johnson was elected there in Florida by a, a margin of forty-eight votes that just happened to appear in his home uh, county there in Texas, where the number of votes wildly exceeded the number of registered voters. But uh, because the Democrats ran the state, they were able to install him anyway. And then uh, Robert Kennedy uh, got elected over Richard Nixon back in the early uh, 60s um, through uh, votes uh, in Illinois when when, uh, Nixon had, in fact, won the Illinois um, presidential race. Um, Daley, uh, the the, uh, mayor of the Democrat machine there in Cook County, uh, delivered enough votes to push uh, Kennedy over the top. Everybody knew that it was um, crooked at the time, and everybody was asking Nixon why he didn't challenge the elections, and his answer was that he was afraid that he would erode people's faith in uh, in uh, the, the system. 
Uh, so he didn't challenge it. Uh, of course, he later went on to become uh, president. But uh, Kennedy uh, is is widely acknowledged by historians to have stolen that presidential election. And then Al Gore attempted it again back in uh, 2000 uh, in the uh, famous case of uh, Bush v. Gore, which uh, hinged right here in Florida on uh, the, the Democrats attempting to manufacture more votes in uh, Broward and uh, Miami-Dade counties. And uh, and you'll recall, uh, you know, from that period of time, the, the famous hanging chads where uh, poll workers in these Democrat strongholds were uh, manufacturing uh, votes uh, out of uh, spoiled ballots, uh, trying to divine the voters' intent from uh, these punch cards. Well, uh, history repeats itself, and once again, uh, we're uh, down here in Florida embroiled in a... Um, uh, an a election scandal where um, it appears that uh, the same two actors in um, in Broward County and uh, in Palm Beach and Miami Dade are once again attempting to uh, manufacture votes. The Florida Code says that uh, within thirty minutes after the polls close, the uh, the uh, election supervisor from the county will report all of the absentee ballot uh, totals. But lo and behold, uh, the uh, the election supervisors in uh, Palm Beach and Broward County uh, are continuing to deliver uh, these these uh, absentee and mail-in ballots. Uh, now, I guess it's been uh, going on. Well, it's going on seventy-two. No, a uh, hundred and something hours after um, the polls have closed. Uh, when they, by state law, had 30 minutes in order to do so. Um, you know, and this is a, this is the same Democrat Party that um, was, was caught through the WikiLeaks uh, disclosures, denying Bernie Sanders uh, his chance to, uh, to win against Hillary Clinton in the, the primaries, that um, after the election uh, tried to attack our electoral system by threatening and trying to sway the votes of the uh the state electors and uh and went in and did recounts uh when none was uh was uh legitimate uh, in Michigan uh they quickly shut down that effort because it turned out that it was exposing a lot of uh, vote fraud on the democrat uh, uh machines there in in Detroit uh but um but they they tried they also, you know, during the 2016 election, used um, this uh, dirty dossier to try to smear uh, one of the presidential candidates and accuse him of colluding with Vladimir Putin of Russia uh, to uh, to steal the election, when in fact uh, it was the uh, Democratic National Committee and the Hillary Clinton campaign that was colluding with Russia through uh, Fusion GPS and Christopher, uh, yeah, Christopher Steele. Uh, the whole Russia Gate. Uh, narrative was made up, and it turned out we had to wait uh, almost eight months to find out that, in fact, the dossier was not, uh, you know, just some independent uh, research document, but it was, in fact, opposition research paid for by Hillary Clinton and the DNC. They sat there on their hands all that time and refused to acknowledge uh, that the source of this whole Russiagate uh, mythology was uh, was a um, a bogus piece of opposition research. 
Uh, and of course, we had the Obama administration colluding with the intelligence agencies and the law enforcement agencies, the CIA and the FBI, I should say, uh, to try to undermine uh, the election and then afterwards to try to overturn the election results and cripple the incoming president. Um, the Democrats have adopted a, a by any means necessary. Uh, they believe themselves to be morally superior. Uh, they've they've convinced themselves that Republicans, uh, conservatives, uh, are somehow Nazis and fascists, and that if they have to cheat, and um, and threaten and um, engage in violence, whatever it takes, uh, they are uh, empowered to do that. So now here we are at these midterm elections, and uh, once again, uh, they're very close elections across the country, and the Democrats are engaging in uh, underhanded tactics in order to try to overturn some of these close elections where the Republicans um, appear to have won. In Arizona, after, uh, after the uh, polls closed and the races were called, it appeared that Martha McSally was going to be uh, the next senator uh, to succeed Jeff Flake there in Arizona. But uh, lo and behold, Maricopa County, a uh, Democrat stronghold, uh, continued counting and uh, was able to find uh, almost 70,000 more votes uh, for Kristen Sinema. Uh, and, uh, and now she is uh, in a slight lead against McSally. There's, uh, there's hope that uh, some of the uh, late votes from the rural counties will come in on McSally's part, but already it's appearing that uh, those uh, those counties close to the California border are going to uh, be bringing in big numbers for uh, cinema, and uh, and it's um, it's believed uh, by the local uh, GOP out there that uh, many of those votes that are coming from the border counties with California are in fact Californians coming into Arizona to sway that election. In Georgia, of course, we've got all these magic ballots that are being produced in the Atlanta area, and um, and uh, pushing uh, that very close governor, uh, gubernatorial election um, uh, toward a mandatory recount, or I'm sorry, not a recount, but a runoff, where um, where Stacey Abrams says that uh, her and her supporters uh, are going to get a do-over. Now, I have worked uh, in elections uh, in Atlanta and Fulton County and DeKalb County, and I can tell you, that uh, fraud there is rampant. If you don't believe me, you can ask Mary Norwood, who has uh, lost the last two, um, uh, two, three, no, two, two uh, mayor's races in Atlanta um, based on some very shady uh, votes uh, that, um, that the Democrats delivered. Uh, she lost them by like a handful of votes, uh, just a, a hundred or two. And uh, I can tell you, uh, having worked in those elections on behalf of Mary Norwood, that I saw buses uh, coming out of um, uh, mobile home parks in South Atlanta where, um, where those mobile home parks were uh, populated almost exclusively by illegal aliens. And yet those, uh, those votes were counted. And, uh, and the, the Democrats always... Uh, in Atlanta, the Democrat machine always waits until after the main totals are in before they uh, see how many votes they need and start delivering them from these uh, these precincts where uh, they're engaged in this uh, these sort of tactics. 
And now right here in Florida, well, I, I should mention Texas as well. Project Veritas went into Texas and uh, engaged in some undercover video activity and uh, to see whether or not there was any fraud going on in that uh, race between um, the uh, Hollywood and um, globalist favorite uh, beta male Beto O'Rourke uh, and, um, and Ted Cruz. This first clip I'm going to play you here is, uh, is a poll worker uh, telling a Project Veritas undercover operative that uh, his uh, non-citizen girlfriend is entitled to vote. I'm interested to vote, and my, my girlfriend is too. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has her license, but she's a, a like a DACA recipient. Okay. So, I mean, like... She'll be good. She'll be good. Mm-hmm. She's bring her ID. She, has, she definitely has her ID, um, but she doesn't have... No, I don't think she, like has been fully processed as a citizen yet, but, like, she does have her ID. But she's in the process of getting it, right? Yeah, like, she, yeah. She, she's, she's not a citizen yet, but, yeah. but you know. DACA program, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're still good. Oh, we don't check. Okay, then I think we should. We don't check. I'll just bring it then. Just bring it. You're All good right. to it. Yeah, so it actually says that you can, actually. Okay, cool, because yeah. also my, her, her mom and her aunt, she, she also has the ID, too. Just know they have the ID, so in the city of Texas, there's no... Uh, no discrimination against them. We don't actually verify status. So there's a poll worker uh, instructing an undercover operative that um, that his girlfriend and her family need not be American citizens in order to vote in the state of Texas. We, you wonder how many votes, uh, how many thousands of votes uh, took place there in Texas uh, because of, uh, of that uh, sort of corruption. Here's another Project Veritas undercover video from the state of Texas. question for you. So let's just say my boyfriend was a dreamer, but he's registered to vote. He just needs his ID, right? Uh-huh. That's it. That's it. So as yeah. long as he's registered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just ask you a question? I went back and we went and grabbed his driver's license. He's just, he's saying something about how some people are questioning whether it's legal since he's not a citizen, but he was able to register. If he's, if he. If he has his ID, that's all he needs. If he's registered, right. yeah, it doesn't okay. matter that he's not a citizen. No, right. no. If he's registered, he has a honey. It might not be that he's registered. If he's giving you all this trouble, it may not be that he's registered. No, he is registered. We he should be able to show you that. Uh, it's, he's got it with him. We ran home and grabbed his driver's license because he's a DACA recipient, so he was able to get a driver's license. Yeah, he's saying he saw some mess on the internet saying that it's not legal for him to vote since he's not a citizen. Someone said on the internet, I don't know. Don't pay attention to that. Yeah. No. We have dreamers voting, right? If he has a voter registration card, uh-huh. he's registered to vote. Right. He has an ID. Mm-hmm. his license. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Texas ID. Yeah. Or a passport. Mm-hmm. Right. Bring it up here. That's his ID. Show it to them. Mm-hmm. And then he can vote. Okay. Um, Pam, I just had a question because my... Uh, so, let's say my boyfriend's out in the car. Yeah. And um, he's just really nervous because he's a DACA recipient. He was 
was able to register, though. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to see if she's in the system. Uh, well, no, he is in the system, okay. but he knows that, like, I don't know, there's like an issue with DACA, people voting. Um, Tell them we had a lot of them. Got a lot of them. We got a lot of them. We got a lot of them DACAs that are not citizens voting here in Texas. You can imagine that that's the case in California as well. I think Project Veritas didn't go in there because uh, those uh, those elections aren't close. But quite clearly, uh, Project Veritas was able to document uh, many uh, poll workers. I think there was about four of them uh, in those two clips uh, telling the undercover operatives that uh, non-citizens are being allowed to vote there in Texas. So that brings us to the state of Florida once again, where we've got this uh, this uh, election controversy. As we all went to bed on the night of the election, the races had both for uh, governor and senator from uh, Florida had both been called with um, with uh, Ron DeSantis uh, enjoying a uh, about a hundred and something thousand vote uh, advantage over Andrew Gillum, who in fact conceded the election. And uh, and um, Rick Scott leading Bill Nelson by about 70,000 votes. Well, uh, everybody in the whole state, all the election supervisors in every county in this state had reported the results except for, once again, Broward and Palm Beach County, who continued to magically find votes um, uh, and deliver them uh, to the point where they have closed uh, the race um, for senator to within within just uh, about seventeen or um, twenty thousand votes, and um, the uh, the election for governor is uh, within a half point as well. So they've ignored all of the uh, the rules. Uh, they're continuing to deliver votes, uh, and the Democrat Party has now gotten a, a fellow named Mark Elias to come down here and has declared that he's here to uh, to reverse. The election night uh, results based on these additional magic votes that they're finding in Broward and Palm Beach counties. You might recognize that name, Mark Elias. He is from uh, the law firm of Perkins Coie, which was the uh, uh, the firm that hired Fusion GPS and Christopher Steele on behalf of the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democrat National Committee. So more of their dirty tricks. Uh, they're down here to uh, to reverse this election. And um, and use these uh, these generated votes in Broward County uh, in order to uh, thwart the will of um, of Florida's voters. I've got a clip here. This is a, um, a a campaign volunteer for an independent congressional candidate who ran against De- Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the DNC chair that uh, that rigged the election on behalf of Hillary Clinton and against um, Bernie Sanders. And she uh, she was filming what was going on and the delivery of these votes there in Broward County. I know it's dark and it's hard to see. I think my two ladies just walked up there with the provisional ballots, walking back into the precinct, and a bag of like, you know, the paper ballots. And I said to them, I go, what? You just can carry those around? And they said, no, the truck left them. But the truck's right here, so I'm not real sure. What the hell's going on here? I don't think it's right. The ballots are right there. Like right in the middle screen. 
in blue bags on the ground. This is like noodles. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Now watch this, uh, this um, silver Z car. And then let them bring up. it to the truck. Like, really? Look, this lady is bringing ballots out of her car. Like, bringing ballots out of her car. From, apparently, this building? I don't know. I'm not real sure what's going on here. Unless these are people coming from other precincts. Sir. Officer, are these people coming from other precincts? Is that what's happening? So they let them transport them with one person in the car from other precincts? Apparently so, huh? That doesn't seem right, does it? I know. But you know it doesn't. So apparently Broward County allows people to drive from other precincts by themselves. There's people with just one person in the car here. And they let them just drive over with the ballots. Well, this is absurd and ridiculous. Obviously, there is no chain of custody on these ballots, and we don't know what happened to them. Once uh, a voter submits a ballot, there is no identifying information on that ballot. So um, the uh, the supervisor of elections in Broward County is claiming that she doesn't even know how many votes um, uh, that they have that they have not yet counted. Now, that is... Uh, about as easy a process uh, as you could come on. You just uh, count the ballots that you have not yet tabulated, and you report that. That way, elections officials could determine whether or not there are enough votes outstanding to uh, either trigger a recount or reverse the election. But she's refusing to uh, to give that number, and the only reason that uh, an elections official would refuse to give that number is not because she couldn't do it. Uh, doing it is uh, very easy. But what uh, what's going on, in my opinion, is they're uh, trying to figure out how many votes that they need or they determine how many votes they've got. Uh, this is uh, this is how f- election fraud works. You wait until the uh, the tabulation is over. You find out how many votes you need to, to, uh, to win or to overturn the results, and that's how many votes you have to deliver. And uh, you saw there on that video that uh, it wouldn't be very difficult for these people driving around with uh, boxes full of ballots in their car to uh to swap out um ballots it's very similar to what happened in minnesota when al franklin was elected senator over uh norm coleman uh, they suddenly found uh boxes and boxes of ballots in the trunk of a car that pushed franken over the top and of course the uh, liberal democrat courts there in the state of minnesota upheld that i got a, a clip here it's a couple of minutes long it's marco rubio commenting on exactly what's going on down here. Their words, they held a press conference and said that we're not here to just have a recount, we're here to win. And look, we have procedures in the law for close elections and recounts. I have no problem with any of that. I have no problem with anyone availing themselves of what the law allows them to do. Here's my problem. My problem is this is focused on two counties and in particular one county. So let me use an example. Bay County, Florida, where Panama City is, was hit by a category four hurricane about four weeks to the day of this election. They were without power. You guys covered all this. They did all their ballots at a 52% return rate, you know, a 52% turnout despite the hurricane. 
They did all their ballots, submitted them on time. They were done uh, basically on election night early the following morning, very early. Broward County, 48 hours later, is still counting. And they didn't have a category for hurricane. And it's not the first time that they do this. Problem number one. Problem number two is we don't know how many votes they have. And neither do they. Either they don't know or they won't tell anybody how many ballots are left to count, um, you know, and so forth. And so it's concerning when you go to sleep at 3 a.m. on Wednesday morning after the election. And, for example, Rick Scott is up by 60,000 votes, 54,000 votes, whatever it was. Today is at 17,000. And the only counties that are still reporting are Palm Beach and, and, and uh, Broward, right. uh, who, who have a history, by the way, on these things. You know, Broward County lost a lawsuit to the Republican Party a while back because they were opening up absentee ballots and beginning to count them before they were supposed to. Okay, Broward County in August of this year in Broward County, right. mysteriously, or I should just say, let me, let me use that term, 5,000 mail ballots appeared all of a sudden at 7 p.m. on Tuesday night of the election. Then, So... It appears that uh, they're going to be able to overturn the uh, senatorial election in Arizona, and uh, and they're well on their way to overturning the uh, the senatorial election and possibly even the governor's election here in Florida. And the uh, the governor's race in Georgia is still uh, at question if Atlanta and those surrounding precincts and some of those precincts from southwest Georgia can deliver enough additional votes for Stacey Abram uh, to force a runoff. Then uh, we're going to have a, a whole a whole do over, as she says. All of this uh, just erodes the public's uh, faith and confidence in um, in the electoral system, makes it more likely that we can't settle our differences at the ballot box, which is what our founders intended, and, uh, and destabilizes uh, the government, which is exactly what the cultural Marxists and the Democrat Party are, uh, are um, intend to do. With their street violence, with their um, their use of uh, the law enforcement and intelligence agencies, their subversion of the ballot box, they're uh, they're flooding the country with illegal aliens and then uh, getting them to to vote for them. Uh, the Democrats uh, continue to do great damage uh, to our our form of government, and um, I wonder if they're prepared uh, for the consequences of this action, their actions. Well, that's about all on this topic. Uh, we'll bring you more on the election results uh, on the show on Monday. Uh, if you like the show, please like, comment, and share. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button. We'll talk to you later. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.